This is an ohs.com.au production. Welcome to episode 67 of the Australian Health and Safety Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm with Mari Kinsella, who's the CEO of IEC Group. Um, they're basically the organisers of the Workplace Health and Safety Show. Hi, Mari. How are you? Good, thank you, Brendan. How are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. It's good to um, get you on the show. Tell tell me about uh, IEC. Um, what do you do? What do we do? Well, we organise trade fairs. So we organise business to business events. So we bring effectively um, sellers and buyers together and we bring them in under the one roof at either the Melbourne Exhibition Centre or the Inter uh, International Convention Centre in Sydney or up in Brisbane, the Brisbane Convention and Exhibition Centre. So we do that across a number of industries, including workplace health and safety. Oh, okay. So how many um, different industries do you operate in? Uh, we operate in about four or five industries. Uh, one is education, where we target um, teachers and principals to come along. Uh, another is um, a consumer event we do, which is called Free From um, and Allergy Show, where people who have intolerances come along and see what's new um, for them to live a happier life with their intolerance. Uh, we organise a major sourcing event, as we call it, where we get manufacturers directly from overseas to come in and connect with mm. Australian suppliers. So we work across a number of industries, but I do love the Workplace Health and Safety one very much. So how long's the uh, Workplace Health and Safety show been going for? Well, we commenced the event in 2018 in Melbourne. Uh, we saw a need to really get people together under the one roof to learn all that there is in new areas in workplace health and safety to help keep their workplace safe. Because legislation's changing all the time. Mm. And it's really difficult for these employers to keep up to date with the changing regulations. So what we um, could see was there's a great chance to have this really efficient two days where we bring OHS professionals in under the one roof to do a whole lot of learning that's free and mm -hmm. to come and see a whole lot of new products and new resources that they can use in their workplace to keep their workers safe. Yeah, right. Okay. And then so <clears throat> when you're starting a new show, how do you like how do you get people to come? Because it's it's something new and it is, and it's tough. It's yeah, tough. yeah. It's tough. Like we um, would target maybe about five or 600 companies to say you really should become a part of this, and we end up with about 120 companies who say we think it's a great idea, we'll mm. come on board and rent one of the booths. And then we have to work hard to really convince professionals, OH&S professionals, that it's going to be worth their while mm really is a really important thing that they do on these days to come along to this, this this event because they can learn so much and find so much under the one roof because what they can do is they can compare products, they can try products out um, before they actually buy them. Mm. So it's, it's a really, as I say, efficient way and an effective way to find out what's new for your workplace. And then, and also, of course, all the learning. Like and the learning is yeah. amazing. 
it, there's just a smorgasbord of seminars, a smorgasbord of workshops. It's relevant across every single industry and it's free. What we offer on the trade show floor is actually free learning. Yep. We do have alongside a really professional conference that's conducted by the Australian Institute of Health and Safety and that's where really senior managers look at the latest research and developments and how they're going to implement that in the workplace. So we have two streams, a paid stream of this conference with yep. very high level learning and then we have on the trade show floor a whole lot of free seminars, free workshops where people can take away learnings and apply it directly in their workplaces. Yeah, right. So with um, with the Institute, it's an Institute of uh, AI, OHS or WHS now? It's HS, the Institute of Health and Safety. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So so that, the, that, would give you, that would give you a fair bit of credibility straight away then if it's... Oh, it does. Look, yeah. that's the National Association and um, for the health and safety profession and they have about 4,000 members across Australia yeah. and their focus is really on learning and education for their members. Yeah. And so you started in 2018, 2019. I guess you're going to get the COVID question. What what happened then? Oh, you what had, happened you had to in go. COVID? We yeah. did the first event in 2018 in Melbourne and then the second in Sydney in 2019. And, of course, we were all set to be back in Melbourne in the May in 2020. And on March the 23rd, yeah. we got the announcement that we're all shutting down and we weren't quite sure uh, then how long it was going to be. So yeah. I think we postponed the show three times before we got to run it again finally in Melbourne in 2022. So we yeah. had a great event last year and we also ran it in Sydney. Sydney were very keen to have the event back. So we ran that in September. And so did you find that you had even more people after the lockdowns, like they were keen to get back out? They, a, they definitely were. There was still some weariness in Melbourne in the May in 22. Um, we got very high level attendance, um, but a lot of people were saying, look, we don't want to go where the big crowds are. Um, so we found the numbers were even increased more by the time we got to Sydney in September and we're expecting very big numbers in Brisbane in, in May this year. Yeah, that's great. So what was the... Um... So, yeah, May in Brisbane for the first time. For the first time, yes. Yeah, so what was the reason for, was it sort of to hit the whole of the East Coast or what was the main driver to do to, to Brisbane this year? Look, partly to hit the whole of the East Coast, but it was more so that our companies who, ex who are exhibiting are asking us to take the event to Queensland. Yeah. Um, I've worked in the Queensland environment before and there's a real focus on health and safety in Queensland and we've always attracted big numbers to events up there in health and safety, so I'm confident we're going to get the numbers in May this year. But the the audience itself asks us to come to Queensland. Like we get requests to say, can you bring this free mm. content, this education up to Brisbane so Queenslanders can have a taste of it too? So um, what we decided to do is to go to Brisbane every two years. So yeah. we'll be there, of course, in 23 and back again in 25. Oh, fantastic. And then and then Melbourne? Melbourne right. in next year as well and then Sydney um, I think we're running annually till 25. So we'll alternate Melbourne and Sydney and then alternate in the same years we'll have either an event in Queensland or one in WA. That's the plan for the future. 
Oh, okay. So WA hasn't been touched. Yeah, we haven't had one yet in WA. In yeah. the past, we've had safety shows over there, and they've once again been very successful. Mm. But um, the suppliers of new products and new resources, new technologies, they're very keen to get into the WA market. So once again, they ask us to take the event over there to attract these people to come into the show. So when you're putting on these trade shows, or um, they are they're are they they are trade shows, aren't they? Because they're mainly targeted targeting business people rather. Yeah, they're consumers. only targeting business yeah. people. Yeah. Consumers don't attend. Like we don't target consumers at all to visit. We only yeah. we only market through businesses. Yeah. And you have to have a business to come along. So what does I'm just curious as to what success looks like. Is it a number of um, people through the gate, or is it a combination of that and I don't know people turning up to learning events? What, how do you measure what's what's a success? A success is the number, as you've mentioned, Brendan, that comes through, but it's also the quality of the people that attend, that they yeah. are mid to senior decision makers who can make decisions through connecting with the suppliers of the new products that we've got on site to be able to take these products back to their workplace. Yeah. So um, dare I be bold and say, we certainly measure through bums on seats the number yeah. of people that are attending these free sessions, and there's often standing room. Yeah. But also the amount of connection that happens between the attendees, the visitors, and those that have chosen to exhibit and the connections that they're making. Like, I love trade fairs. I just think that exhibitions are the best way yeah. to market and learn because you can meet, connect, there's nothing like it in person. And I think we've learned that from being online over the years of COVID that, yep, it's great, but nothing beats coming together face-to-face, yeah. Yeah. asking direct questions, being able to feel, to touch, to really engage. And that's what I love about trade fairs and really love about the Workplace Health and Safety Show because it's so important. It's so important that we get these new learnings back into workplaces across Australia. But do you know there were 41 people who died while they were at work in 2022? Yeah, right. That's come off the Safe Work Australia website. That's just phenomenal, really, in this day and age, that we could have so many people that have been killed at work. Mm. So it's it's real. It's a it's a real issue that we need to make sure is always top of mind, and that's the safety of our workers that they can go home, that they can go home to their families, and come to work knowing that they're going to be safe. Yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah. And and so does IS, IEC do any like networking events at the at the shows? Like, yeah, we we have. Um, we have a number of um, opportunities where we have cocktail parties where people can mix after the show closes on the trade show floor or it's in a casual environment where people share drinks and food. Um, we do that. There's a, a terrific dinner that yep. the Institute, the Australian Institute of Health and Safety conduct where they present awards. That happens during the, 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 the two days of the event. Yep. So there are quite a lot of networking events which are well taken up because people love to network and love to connect. So what are some of the um, what are some of the hot topics that are, are going to be covered in the the Brisbane show and just so visitors can get an idea of what they should expect or what they can expect? 
Well, um, there's always a focus on new technologies and safety technology is just booming in so many different sectors and it's exciting to see what's coming through with workplace um, safety technology. Like there's wearable technology that's being shown on the trade show floor. Um, so that's really interesting with a couple of companies doing fascinating things in that space. There's lone worker technology for those that um, are in environments where they're working on their own. Um, the technology's really developing amazingly in that space. And I suppose one of the key areas of focus with changes of recent legislation is um, on psychological safety, that now it's a requirement of employers to be mindful of the psychological safety of their workers, not just their physical safety. And we have a number of free sessions on how you can do that, what steps you can take to ensure that you are considering the psychological safety of your workers. So um, we always have a big focus on major hazards and personal protection and health and wellbeing continues to grow. It's been very topical. I think COVID really shone a light on the need to focus on health and wellbeing, but it just still continues. So once again, new opportunities, new products, new resources that are coming out all the time to help employers and those that are managing workplace health and safety really ensure that they are offering a healthy workplace. Yep. And they're uh, simple things. They're not expensive. Like People come along to learn simple ideas. It's not all highbrow. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like you, you could, I'd imagine you can pick up some sort of hacks and tricks that you could that exactly. you can, simple things that you can just bring great ideas that you can just bring back to the workplace and yeah. implement it doesn't and, cost too much yeah and throughout the um the two days there's opportunities where we have workshops where there's round tables and individuals can talk through the issues that they're having with in their workplaces and how they what support or ideas can they get from others around the table of how to deal with such issues um, so once again, it's really about the sharing of knowledge. Yeah. And if you pick up one great idea, it's been worth. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, let alone the hundreds of new products and new technologies that you can try and realize just how much they can help you in your workplace. Murray, can you give us a feel for um, some of the exhibitors that are attending this year? Yes. As far as I mentioned, um, We've got the uh, FETA, which is the Australian Forklift and Industrial Truck Association, and they're going to have a large stand with a lot of their members exhibiting. And um, they're going to showcase uh, new safety measures on equipment and add-ons in forklifts. Um, warehousing is a big focus. So Schmaltz are exhibiting an adapter lift group. They're going to promote some of their new warehouse safety technologies. As I said, wellbeing, we've got Work Healthy Australia, Workforce Health Assessors, Everyday Massic, Sonic Health Plus. They're just some of the companies in wellbeing. Mm. There's about 100 plus companies and it's across a whole range of product types. So no matter what you would need in your workplace, it'll be covered off at the show just with the breadth of product on display. So do you find with um, like there's almost like if you're a, a big company exhibiting and you've got a I don't know a competitor exhibiting, there's almost a bit of FOMO that you've got to you've got to be in it because uh, you know company B or company A are there. 
Look, there's a bit of that. Yeah. That's why I also love trade shows. Um, yeah. There's nothing worse than if you've perhaps found out your competitors exhibited this show and the word on the street is it was fantastic. <laughs> it was amazing. I yeah. met the key decision maker of this company that I've been trying to get into for the yeah. last three years. So that's always great to hear that from our perspective. Yeah. But look, there is a bit of that. I think what we do want is competitors at the event because it's really the benefit then for the attendees to yeah. be able to go and compare directly to walk from one stand to another to look at products to feel the products to have demonstrations to understand the pricing mm. and you can literally walk under one roof to yep. compare it and yeah. then make your decision either on the spot or when you get back into your workplace yeah that's so just that's he healthy healthy competition isn't it to healthy competition is great now there's always a saturation point we don't want you know 20 companies having first aid kits because no one's going to win but yeah. we always are very selective to make sure we have the best possible range and you know yeah. good product representation so how, how do you do that like do you have to do a bit of quality checking on the companies before you let them in or yeah we do a quality check um you know obviously they have to be established in australia and they've got to have um be doing business here that they have to have a strong website but we also yeah. cap certain product categories where yeah. we say well that's enough now we've got enough protective clothing because that's enough of a range to show our attendees and we could have 10 more of those companies but not you know the the outcome for the participants before yeah. so we do cap certain product categories particularly protective equipment hats yeah. gold, um, gloves goggles boots yeah vests, yeah. that type of thing but that's only one category of what we offer. And I believe you're adding a new category uh, this year, cleaning and hygiene. Yeah, this is interesting about um, I think it's probably once again something that's come out of COVID with just a much greater focus on the whole hygiene aspect. And there's studies that have been done that there's enormous amount of um, lower productivity because of the effect of factors such as poor hygiene. Mm -hmm. So we think that this is going to become more of a focus for WHS practitioners and we're just starting to build participants in with the latest products and technologies yep. in this space. So I think, the, you know, watch this space. Yep. Cleaning hygiene is going to be huge and continue to be so. And, and Murray, um, so how long have you been doing trade shows for? Um, a long time, Brent. <laughs> I think I started in 1989. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And um, I've worked across a whole lot of business trade fairs and consumer trade fairs. And as I said earlier, I love them. Yeah. Uh, I think they're the best way to market a product. Um, you can get direct feedback. You can make sales on the spot. Mm. And I love the fact I, I see what happens on a trade show floor where you watch people connecting and you see, um, you know, people get so thrilled that they've finally found something that's going to meet a need that they really have. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been doing it a long time. It's like throwing uh, business parties. That's right. They are. <laughs> that's right. And especially the cocktail party at the end of the first day is always great fun. Yeah. Yeah, and so does IEC just operate in Australia, or do you do you have shows overseas as well? No, we just we just operate in Australia. Yeah, mainly in the, um, along the eastern seaboard. Oh, okay. And how long how long's IEC been going for? Um, the company commenced in two thousand and fifteen. Okay. I had 
I had another company that I started in 1997 that I built up and sold and then started all over again in 2015. Oh, so this is your this is your my second thing. baby. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And then COVID hit, so then I had to yeah. start for the third time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so from a from a business point of view, are you like I'd imagine you'd have to have a fair few full-time staff to yeah, multiple yeah. shows and multiple shows. We've got about twelve full time staff, yep. and we have about three or four part time staff, and we bring in casual staff as required. But you know, people, we're just our business is about people and technology, really, and mm. we've got great people who are passionate about what they do, and that makes a huge difference. Yeah, and so I'm like, have trade shows since '89 have they changed a lot, or are they essentially? Look, they're essentially the same. It's a matter of bringing together under the one roof um, buyers and sellers. Certainly we've become far more sophisticated. Um, OH&S has come to the fore, like the rules and regs around conducting a trade show with the rules that we have to abide by are huge compared to what we used to, dare I say, get away with. Yeah. So, look, they're just essentially the same and will continue. And there was a lot of talk over COVID of when trade shows disappeared because you weren't allowed to run face-to-face events with more than, uh, you know, at all. And then came in, you couldn't have over a 1,000 people. Well, we have to get, you know, two and a half to 3,000 people through for our clients to be happy, and that's what we work target. And um, there was a lot of talk that uh, the days of trade shows are over, you know, that everything's just going to go online now because it's so much more efficient and easier. But... That's not the case at all. And then there was talk of there's going to be hybrid events. You know, we're going to have some face-to-face and whilst we're there, we're going to be showcasing some of it online. And I can just see this big swing back to -to face-to-face. I mean, online's great and suits so many, you know, areas and needs, but nothing can take the place of a trade show face-to-face environment where you can connect with people. Yeah, you just... I think, yeah. I was just going to say that you just—it doesn't quite have the same energy, does it? Like no, when you're online, it's it's face to face is definitely you get create a buzz. Yes, exactly. And even those online conferences, and I'm sure many of your listeners have been involved with over the years, they never quite cut it in the same way either. Because yeah. to, you know, there's always that little tidbit of information you find out about a co- at a conference, face to face conference that you could yeah. never find out about online. You know, <laughs> just yeah. that opportunity doesn't lend itself. And so um, what are your plans with IAC? Like you've been going since 2015. That's uh, eight years, so you're well on. Yeah, we've well, we a bit of downtime. Look, yeah. I just I want to continue to grow this space. Um, I love this space, as I've said, and there's more opportunities out there. Um, I work with great people who've got really good ideas and will continue to implement these ideas as the years roll along and hope that we keep delivering really satisfying events for our clients, both the exhibitors and the visitors who come along. Oh, that's amazing. Well, Mari, thanks so much for coming on the show today to tell us about um, the Workplace Health and Safety Show. If people want to uh, register to attend Brisbane or Sydney, um, what's your website? It's just whshow.com.au. Okay, that's fantastic. I'll put that in the show notes as well so people can, can click on that. All right, thanks Thanks again, Mari. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brendan. You've been listening to an ohs.com.au production. 
I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. If you are, it'd be great if you could help us out by leaving us a review and sharing this with friends and colleagues.